Awesome. Well, I appreciate you doing this. You're back home now, right? I'm in New York. Yeah. I'm uh, been back for a week. A week? Exactly. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, when I when I ran into you at Zany's and when you're doing your show, it was a great show. You said, so you were, I'm trying to figure out, last time we talked, you, um, I, I, I met you. Now, now I kind of know you a little bit, but you, you said you were in England or over there in the UK. What, what were you doing out there? Some show or something like that? No, I, well, <clears throat> it's kind of a show in the sense that it feels like a reality show, Yeah. but um, it is not <laughs> in production at the moment. Uh, I work for uh, an American kind of international investment group oh. that um, basically is taking web three money, which is, you know, just easy way to say it is crypto and <laughs> infusing it into lower league teams. Oh. Um, and we have one team right now. We, we own um, Crawley FC, Crawley town FC, oh. which is, yeah. I mean, I don't own it, but oh. the, the company I work for owns it. Um, and then uh, we're in the process of buying a women's team and probably some other teams around Europe wow. because there's no other system like it in the world. I guess in South America, it's, it's possible, but like, uh, um, it's not like you could buy a minor league baseball team. And if they win six years in a row, they're a major league baseball team. But yeah. in the case of Europe, that's how all football works. So it's kind of a, it's like a, I'm, I think everybody buys a lower league team hoping that they'll go up, sure. but, um, we have kind of a different approach because we're very transparent. Mm -hmm. um, it's owned by a conglomerate of kind of younger guys. And then also we're kind of trying to be disruptors in the space. You know, we're just trying to like have fun, uh, play a different style of football. Like not like I, our fans currently hate us, um, <laughs> really despise us because we've kind of reworked the entire system and it hasn't, really gelled yet mm -hmm. um oddly enough we've we've played five league games and three tournament games mm -hmm. and we've lost or tied all of the league games but we've beat bristol rovers fulham and portsmouth which are all uh fulham's premier bristol mm -hmm. and portsmouth are league one so they're a league above us um and so you know uh, I feel like our style of play lends itself. Uh, I literally got like chewed out for saying this on our, um, the, the team has a podcast, but um, I said, that, you know, <laughs> we lend, we lend ourselves to a higher level of play because like league two and below, there's a lot of kind of, it's kind of that historic um, British soccer that you sure. saw a lot in the early two thousands and nineties and before, which was long balls, lots of uh lots of you know knocks uh you know kind of a, a more physical game sure and um our coach kevin betsy and his assistant manager um dan machichi they both come out of arsenal and the english national oh, wow. team there you go so they're they're playing more of a like um kind of ground game and trying to trying to open up the space by pulling the ball back and then attacking as a counterattack almost Oh my gosh. Um, I didn't realize how involved this really was. I thought it was just like a, I might go over there and hang out with Crawley Town for a little bit and do a couple of funny videos. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think it was supposed to be. And then, um, I just kind of fell in love with the job. 
Um, I also, I, I do comedy every night that I'm in England. I mean, I still do comedy every mm -hmm. night. It's just like a fun day job. Uh, you know, I've written for TV. I've written for branded stuff. I've written for, um, I mean, I've done a ton of jobs right. and the good ones, uh, I would say were fun and I loved them. You know, I really loved working on a TV show, but there's mm -hmm. something about this that's so tangible and, uh, it really like, you know, it's so different than anything I've done before. Sure. And I really, I get complete access. I mean, I'm not like coaching <laughs> and I can't like <laughs> tell the players what to do, but I get right. to like, I get to be right there. Like the other day when we beat Fulham, I was, you know, That's in the insane. locker room with the lads and, uh, Oh my gosh, dude. It was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just unreal. So the, the, how, how different is it out there as far as comedy goes? I mean, as far as the crowd goes, I know you had that one joke, the whole, the whole knife violence joke, but honestly, is it, is it a much different, is it a much different for you, uh, up there on stage as far as delivery and cadence goes? Is it, are they, are they geared differently? I mean, I mean, they're human, but is it much <laughs> different or no? They are human. Um, no, I, I would say, you know, after spending most of the summer there, it's not that different. Some of your references don't work. Sure. Some things they're not as like, they don't like aggressive kind of, um, uh, cringy comedy, you know, they don't want to be shocked. There's a place for it, but they kind of want to see you get to it more eloquently. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, people are people, um, right. you know, and besides kind of class stuff, you know, I think that's like really where it breaks down anywhere. When I perform in New York, sorry, I drank a soda too fast. Um, <laughs> when I perform in New York, it's like, you know, if I, if I go out to long Island, it's not going to be as fun as a show as I do in Manhattan. Really? And it's just like, yeah, it's just, you know, different, different strokes for different folks. I don't, I don't talk about my, you know, my wife isn't the old ball and chain, you know, like she's, <laughs> she's my peer, which to probably most of Long Island sounds gay, you know, or something, <laughs> you know, like, <clears throat> so, um, there's like, uh, there's, I, I, I find the same differences, you know, I, I did a show last week and you know, two weeks ago in Brighton and the, it was a really small venue and the first show was only this stag do, which is a bachelor party. They call it stag do. Oh, geez. And it's all these dudes that are just like landscape, uh, you know, contractors, oh, but no. just men, you know, they call them lads or blokes right. or geezers. Yeah. And, uh, they don't really like anything I'm saying. I, most I of the laughs imagine. I'm getting, yeah. Most of the laughs I'm getting are like, you know, like when one of them will say something after one of my jokes, yeah, like yeah. a pun or something like that. Oh, uh, they're they're much more entertained by each other than than me. And then you know the next show was a bunch of Brighton people. Brighton's like the San Francisco of England, oh, so, so like the next show. It. Yeah, I mean, I did much better. I don't know if it's there's still like little disconnects, and uh, it's it is. I will say that like it's hard to be as focused on jokes when you're like trying to do a real job. Uh, yeah. I think that, I think that goes, you know, people that can do like people that like write on a TV show and still like build an hour at the same time. It's, it's That's very insane. impressive. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, talking about writing, uh, what the, the wife, she got, she got the, the, 
the big uh, big news there. We could say it, right? Everyone knows it, right? SNL. Yeah, yeah, that's out. That's that's, uh, that's that's very known. She uh, yeah. has been there for half a season, and she's going back in a couple weeks. That's and um, yeah, she's a beast. She's uh, yeah. she she works and she's good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hate to say nice things about her when she's in earshot, <laughs> um, but oh. I think she's listening to like a yeah. podcast or something. So yeah, thank, there you thank go. God. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, how, how's that been? I mean, when I talked to you, God, I think it was what, early 2021? Was it 2021? Or like maybe early. Yeah, very early. I think it early. was March 2021. Yeah, 2021. You guys were what? You just recently married at that point or not married yet? Yeah, just a couple months. Yeah. 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 So how's yeah, that? Yeah, she been? had kind of this. It's been great. I mean, it, it's hard at times sure. when one of you is doing more than the other. I think there's just Schedules a natural. Too. It's really hard to schedule, but something that's been nice about this mm-hmm. is like, you know, I go to England for three weeks and mm-hmm. we both kind of get our own lives and we get to be individuals and kind of hang out with our friends. And then we come back and, um, you know, there's like an adjustment, but it it's good. It's like a kind of reintroduction. It gives us lots of space to be our own people. You need that, dude. I mean, too much time around them. You just want to fucking kill someone. I swear. I mean, yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe not that extreme. Hopefully, not that extreme. But yeah, she they, definitely yeah. wants to kill me. I know that. I mean, yeah, but you you need that. And then like that time where you come back, like, oh hey, it's me. You know, it's like it's perfect. You, you definitely need that. That's great. I was just uh, talking to Amy Shanker the other day. She was out there in I think London's or England the same time you were. Oh really? Yeah yeah. I didn't know that. I, yeah. I love Amy. She's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing out there, but presumably comedy, she said. But yeah, no, that's great. I, I, ugh, I'd love to go to England, honestly. I've never been there. Uh, be a dream just to go see real soccer. I mean, I know I got you that fire jersey, but MLS here, dude, is just atrocious. It is I got rough. it on. I'm yeah, wearing it. It is... worked for you. Oh, wow. That I, pre- I mean, I have everyone in the closet, every kit they've ever had. But it is horrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I think, honestly, I think this is for, for soccer and comedy. Uh, so with the new season of Ted Lasso coming up, it's kind of a bad thing, I think, for the growth of soccer here in this country, knowing that it's the last season. Now that Apple just signed that billion-dollar deal with the MLS for streaming rights, I honestly think that to grow the game here, that that deal and Ted Lasso, if it continues to go, would be the best thing to grow this game in the country. And with the show now ending, I don't know where it goes. Yeah, I actually, I talked to Bill Lawrence like a week or two ago. Just We just DM'd for a mm-hmm. second. He's the creator of Ted Lasso. And um, he didn't, it, it doesn't sound like it's coming back. I know that uh, Jason Sudeikis went through like a some personal stuff. Oh, but yeah. um, I don't know. It's so weird. I think that, Honestly, I think that the MLS would be helped if they had a promotion relegation system, but nobody is willing to sign off on that. I don't no, think anybody's would not even they would I don't even know if they'd even be playing. I don't think they'd be a franchise. I, I think it's just so much more meaningful when you can go up and down. Um Sure. But at the same time it's like who's gonna go to uh what is it now? Is it USL? NASL? USL. So yeah, it should be the winner of the U.S. Open Cup gets promoted to the MLS, and the loser who finishes last in the MLS league standings gets dropped down to USL, and that team that 
got dropped down, they have to they have to finish first in USL or win the US Open Cup to be put back in the league. I think it's a great system. I mean, I would love to see some of these tiny clubs, Fresno, uh, Sacramento, mm-hmm. Oakland. Um, I know that there's like a, I mean, there's, there's clubs popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. I know Richmond has a strong team. Hudson, Va- Hudson Valley has like a yeah. tier. What is it? Division. I think they have a division four there's or five so team and uh Bethlehem steel, like all those teams, like they deserve a shot at the big times. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's like, the infrastructure isn't there. The money. Sure. We're also trying to build this fan base, but I don't know. I think we got to like put more honesty in the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I will admit, despite hating the MLS and hating American soccer for uh, my entire reasons. life, essentially, um, and, and and really more just because I saw the system as um, basically having like a gate around it for mm-hmm. wealthy kids. Um, you know, basically everybody went through the ODP system and then they would go from the ODP to the NCAA and then they would either play. I mean, a few made it over to Europe, but for the most part, they would play for whatever the MLS was at that point. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't ever find this. The, it was like literally like they got like a Johan Cruyff, like instructional IX tape. It's not Cruyff. Who I'm thinking. Is it Cruyff? No, he believes not Barcelona. But, you know, it was just like they 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 picked a style of football that was very boring and technical. Mm-hmm. And that was like the way we played football for 20, 30 years. And I, I mean, sure, we had results. We made it to a bunch of quarterfinals, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I was never inspired. Yeah. No, I get it. You, uh, your, your new record. Well, I don't know if he's called it record. Yeah. Your new comedy album, the coward of Gramercy that came out since the last time I talked to you. So that was great. I mean, Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, how long? I mean, when did you know you kind of you kind of had it? I mean, was this something built during the the whole craziness, or was this? I was actually just... supposed to record it April of 2020. That was mm-hmm. when the original weekend was sure. set up mm-hmm. to record it, and then obviously right. we know what wasn't going to happen right. uh, in the next year. Mm-hmm. And so we rescheduled, and it got backed up a few more times. Even then, mm-hmm. uh, recorded in August of 2021. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was great. I mean, I it it's hard. I'm not like somebody who like I can generate a lot of material in the sense that like if you see me around wherever I'm at mm-hmm. and you see me a couple times a week, you're gonna see a different set. But like where it gets to that bulletproof like album point, it's yeah. like such a different beast. And you know, that's actually even like one of the harder things. I I'm trying to get away from the road to in a way like Mm -hmm. i don't want to do less time that's not it it's just there's certain places i go to do comedy and they don't like me and i don't (laughs) like them and we shouldn't waste each other's time you know why do you go to those Uh, places because they offer me money um (laughs) and i needed money but now i don't need money because i have a job so yeah um yeah i mean i i like uh you know I like all the cities that uh, that vote blue or purple, you know? Yeah, crushing those places. Yeah, easily. I, they get my references to probiotics and, um, you know, diva cups, all that stuff. They they understand all my references. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I, I've had great weekends doing like a kind of a, a 
fish out of water gig, you know, Texas or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that like, obviously the goal of comedy is you really want to like find that through line that makes everybody laugh. Mm -hmm. Like that's why you do all those different gigs. It's like doing a bunch of different kind of obstacle courses to kind of get to this place. Yeah. But, um, I find myself, I think with generating new material, I find myself trying to, trying to write stuff and work stuff that will work for everybody. Sure. Yeah. And then I end up with something that's like a little more watered down than what I want it to be. That's something that's nice about England is, um, I don't, I, I don't think that, um, it's like a better comedy or anything, but they Mm -hmm. do let you like stop and talk about something, um, and kind of get there. Like some of my fu- my best shows in it's the UK slower. were like new material nights. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like people who are quick and just as uh, wordy and punchy as Americans, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's a it's like a more thoughtful audience. Yeah, no, yeah, not here, not here at all. But yeah, and then uh, I know obviously the podcast you guys are doing that quite strong, but. I was coming home from a game not too long ago, and I threw it on just to check oh, out. Thanks, and it man. sounds like it's it's kind of over with now, or it's on a break. It's, it's on, on an. Break. Indep- it was supposed to come back. We were supposed to come back uh, mid October, and yeah. then um, I'm just gone. Just for... running out of ideas, though. It's just not. <laughs> well, we never planned anything. Yeah, we just sat down and talked for half an hour or an hour. Um, but I'm going to be gone for three weeks at the end of the month and then i'm going to be gone for the entire world cup and rosebud writes for snl no i'm going to england <sighs> yeah. yeah um we're going to do a space like a a physical space in london to watch the games oh, kind man. of a kind of a hub where anybody can come down and uh, it'll be interesting because the games there are like an appropriate time they're like 10 12 3 and 7 what are they here back here in the States? Um, five, seven, nine, and 11 or something. At night? No, in the morning. Oh, in the mo- oh, oh, oh. 5 a.m. is going to be the earliest game. For oh, Actually, it'll be 4 a.m. for you. <sighs> LA is going to have to stay up. LA's first games are going to be at 2 a.m. There's going to be some very upset people on the West Coast. <laughs> I feel bad for them. It was, a poor, it was a poorly planned thing by FIFA, though. And they are feeling, I mean, it's too late. I mean, you can't change it, but they should have done something else. Well, I think the problem is, is that you can't, if it's going to be played in that time zone, there's only so much you can do, right? Like, they're probably, well, obviously it shouldn't be in Qatar in the first place, but that's not to say it shouldn't be in another country in that time zone and they would have to adjust to that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy that it hasn't, you know, there's so much, so many more logical places for it. And also the other thing about it is like, they know that the location was bought. Like that whole thing was obvious. I think that came out publicly that Sepp Blatter and his cohorts like literally sold the position or the spot. And then on top of that, I think the estimate is a, is between 5,500 and 6,000 migrant workers have died building the stadiums. That sounds right, yeah. Which is just like, say what you will about football fans, but we are pretty dedicated to to just push over that, to just 
just roll over two 9-11s worth of migrant workers uh, just, you know, because the game has to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it just makes no sense. And I mean, I think the biggest thing, though, too, is because my dad, so my dad's from Brazil, and uh, we have, I have a lot of cousins out there, and I mean, they were bad because they, they're property owners out there. They own uh, like condo associations and uh, mm-hmm. uh, apartment complexes, and, you know, they, the landlords, all that stuff out there. And I mean, the, the, they make no money, make no money out there. And FIFA basically says they hold you hostage to say, get out they say okay they use your stuff and then they leave and you get nothing for it oh you're talking about they're in brazil well just well just the world cup of general same with the olympics there's no money yeah yeah. it's like hey can we use your spot okay yeah you're gonna give us money no yeah they make you build all those stadiums and then for the most part you uh, get no return on it what are they gonna do with all these stadiums i mean you're gonna the the growth of soccer is not gonna i mean it's not gonna go on a you know a tear in the middle east no no especially i mean cutter's like the size of i think like new jersey like it might be smaller and they have i don't know 20 locations that they built Mm -hmm. like there's no way that those are going to be used to any kind of great degree sure um and brazil i mean i went to brazil for the 2014 world cup and I just went to one game. I mean, oh I was there gosh. for a week, but I only could afford one game. And it was just amazing because, you know, that's not a place like they did a pretty good job of mm-hmm. trying to hide what, you know, is in the hills behind Rio and yeah, every, every yeah. Yeah, <laughs> large town. But um, it was definitely not. I don't think I mean, I don't know. There's lots of arguments because at the same time, it's like, that's where the world cup should be, but, um, it should be a more like, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, egalitarian kind of process where that means, I I mean, it just should be benevolent, you know, like the, the, it shouldn't be about making money in those, like it should be, it should be for the good of all, you know, like that's not how that works though. I don't, you know, the TV rights are the TV rights, right? Give the rest of the money to everybody else. You know, turn those stadiums into large, do it like they did with Highbury. When they were done with Highbury, they turned it into apartments. Oh, there you go. Do that with all those, do that with all those Olympic stadiums that they built. Yeah. You know, Montreal, I was just in Montreal and they actually, they still use their stadiums. Like they actually like retained all their uh, Olympic stadium stuff and it's like training facility. Yeah. It's a. and it's beautiful. It like, you know, it I think it it might even be a Oscar Niemeyer is like the guy who designed uh architect, yeah. Yeah, he like designed Brasilia and I think it it's very similar to his style. It's got that kind of 70s future modernist kind of look. It's cool. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. I know uh they've got two spots I think for 2026, right? The BC place and BMO place. Toronto. Well, BC places in Vancouver, yeah. And then Toronto's uh, got one. They're adding Toronto's more got seats. One. The MLS stadium, Toronto FC is. Oh yeah, yeah. And then are there is is Montreal not one of the locations I for the no World clue. Cup? I have no clue, but uh, I'm not too happy about these locations though. I mean, I, I just think it's so dumb when they do these split country things. It's just like give it, give it to one country. I don't know why we have to play this game. Like Mexico and the U.S. have already had it. Canada's is big enough they have enough stadiums they, ha- they even have enough money probably to oh, facilitate more. this yeah, i mean yeah. they have an entire 
they have that entire CFL league. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of those stadiums are big enough, but it's just so silly. Like some of those teams are going to have to like, if you're a fan, you're going to have to fly from like Vancouver to Houston to Guadalajara to see your team play. You know, you're going to have to get three passport stamps for one world cup. It's yeah, just so silly. Gonna, yeah, no, that, I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's not, yeah, that's not, that's not very good. And then is the final is the final I in? Know. I think it's in SoFi. I think it's I think where that's I think where it will be. But I have no yeah, clue. I mean, it makes the most sense. It's the biggest, nicest stadium in the U.S. right now. Um, I definitely will be at one of those or many of those games. Hopefully, by then I'm like a presenter for whatever uh, huge football conglomerate that shows all the games. You know what I mean? I don't know who it'll be at that point because whether it'll be peacock or espn mm-hmm. or fox or you know <laughs> just the amazon channel right i wouldn't actually be surprised if amazon tried to buy those rights they definitely have the money mm-hmm. i want to be surprised be if flex. youtube popped on it though too that's the other thing i wanted to get to as far as what, what the comedy goes is i saw i don't know if you saw netflix put out like uh like their numbers like their uh for whatever they earned and they said that the they're losing a lot of money now uh with comedians with their specials because a lot of them are throwing them up on youtube now for full monetization they own all the rights on there they can put ads on there they could do whatever they want and that money's mm-hmm. theirs uh do you do you think that eventually you're going to start to see these streaming sites youtube is just going to take all of it you think there's going to be no more netflix specials like five years down well i mean i think they'll always be produced big name specials just Mm -hmm. because there's going to be certain people that are at that caliber where they don't need to money grassroots it. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you look at Shane and you look at Joe list and you look at Norman and Mm -hmm. Sam Morrill, and there's a few other people that have done it on their own. I mean, Shane's probably the one who's made the most. Oh, Stavros just actually had a huge, uh, Yeah, Shane Gillis and Stavros probably had the biggest drops, but I don't really think it's the comedy specials Mm -hmm. that are going to be the demise. I think the fact is is that people are willing to watch a podcast. They're willing to watch somebody just talk. Mm -hmm. And if you like, if you talk to like a kid now, if you talk to like a twelve or thirteen year old, Mm -hmm. they're totally. I I don't even think they watch TV. They don't give a shit about Netflix. They don't care about amazon prime it's like they go on youtube and they What's watch there to watch though i mean i for real like i don't i they I watch like six vlogs yeah. yeah i don't watch any tv I, there's like there's something on worthy to watch you know what i mean like it's just a weird thing there's nothing on tv anymore i just watch uh i watch like serialized dramas that's all i watch oh so it's like i don't even watch stuff? comedy no like uh like you know suspenseful dramas you know like i watch uh murder shows or uh, yeah you know cop shows things like that's that that's all that's out know? there i mean you got cis law and order chicago fire pre all there's nothing else like they can't come up with anything else that's all i love like about. a like a foreign one give me like a french detective trying to catch a serial killer oh boy yeah. i'm all over that yeah no that's what do you find that though it's on netflix right netflix amazon hbo max yeah they're all over the place, man. Yeah. You see uh, Sam's new special? I haven't seen it yet. It came out today. I mean, 
uh, I love Sam. I wasn't going to stay up. And then, um, I'm just getting, I've, I've had kind of a busy day doing, doing, uh, transfer day stuff. What's, um, oh, for like the, the soccer, like reporting on that? Yeah. Crawley. Well, just like looking at our socials, seeing how people are reacting to announcements, things like that, oh. you know, cause like, uh, our fans are really mad at us because we've we've gotten rid of some older players and we don't have this good record and uh one of them was like one of our top scorers previous Why seasons would you do that? not you you didn't make the decision but <laughs> i think the logic is is that he's just getting up there in the years and right, he yeah. didn't have a stellar preseason and mm. he, i think he was actually injured um for the beginning of the season possibly I mean, I love the guy. I think he's great. I, I, I would have never, you know, but I don't make those kind of decisions. I just yeah. make like a video where I go to training and try to help the coach and he yells at me, you know, yeah. that's all I'm doing. So you're like Nathan from Ted Lasso in like season exactly. one. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. actually is a, uh, an ongoing kind of uh, joke that we have is that I'm trying really? to take over the club secretly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, there we go. I mean, that's, that should be the continuation. Sudeikis should just... You know, they should end, and then this is just turn into something else. I don't know what you call it. I mean, I I, I think it's it, it definitely will have lasting kind of uh, cultural relevance. And I think that other people will try to recreate it through something, whether it's football or another kind of foreign sport. Mm -hmm. I, I think it'll be football. It's the most kind of digestible for Americans. Sure. They can also sit and go and watch you know, either any of the all or nothings or countless football shows, but they also can watch the games. Mm -hmm. The weird thing about Ted Lasso is that Brits like it too. The the Brits all watched it. Like they didn't think it was too like, oh, this is dorky. They actually really do like it over there. I think to some extent they thought yeah. it was dorky, but at the same time they like being kind of uh in the spotlight. And you know it a lot of the filming was done at like Crystal Palace, Crystal and Palace, yeah. Um, so, I think if you're a football fan, you you know that's probably the best show made about football outside of like one of the kind of docu series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think the deal is uh, right now with uh, Chelsea and Manchester United? Do you think these two teams even finish top five this year? I mean, they both look like shit. Well, well, Manchester's turned it around. They one today and they mm -hmm. beat Liverpool last week. Um I think the Derby is actually this weekend. Wait, no. The Derby's in a, in a month. Um I think Manchester will will probably finish top 5 just because of um I I think they actually just needed to kind of coalesce and mm -hmm. and I think that Ten Hag was trying to teach Ronaldo something. Um I don't know what don't it know was. What it was, but but I also don't think Ronaldo's the player that he was once. I mean, I think he's still no. phenomenal and he helps any team he's on. But he's thirty six. You know, six years old. Um, and you, I, we, you can't like go like, well, Ronaldo, when you have uh, Jaden Sancho and um, Rashford today. right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think Chelsea's going to be in trouble. I, I don't think it's Chelsea's fault though. It's like. They had to sell because of Abramovich's ties to Vladimir Putin. The whole organization kind of went into free fall and they haven't picked it up. I think that they finished mid table this year. I mean, they, they still horrible. have some phenomenal players. They have Raheem Sterling, you know, like, yeah, 
They also took a big hit when they lost um, uh, Romelu Lukaku back to Inter. That and they lost. Was it Mendy? Uh, Mendy's in goal. He's he's where? Wait, hold on. You said you said Mendy. I'm Isn't trying to the, think of the keeper? somebody got accused of a sexual assault crime. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't. He's know. a French national. I loved him. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Chelsea player. Pogba. No, he's actually in some other. Did you hear about the Pogba stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, with this uh, shady. His brother. Yeah, and Mbappe's tied to this. Well, his brother. It, it's also silly. His brother uh, is. It's Mendy, Eduard Mendy. Uh, He's the goalkeeper for Chelsea. Wait, no, it's okay. It's Benjamin Mendy. Oh, God. who's been charged with rape? Oh, I'm just. Awesome. I'm as big. I'm also part of the problem. But Benjamin Mendy was, you You're know, also a part fan. of the thing that he's a part of. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I I got him confused <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> uh, no, but I I mean I think like you know just that whole organization. It just took such a hit with yeah. uh, being basically like forced fire sale kind mm -hmm. of situation. Um, but I will say like, the, oh, with the Pogba stuff, it's just his brother and people around him. I think this stuff happens all the time. It happened at Neymar a bunch. It happened to a bunch of oh, other God. Brazilian guys where it's like they all of a sudden become not just superstars but you know amazingly wealthy mm -hmm. and all these people expect them to basically pay for their lives which to some extent it's like they probably have enough money to pay for all these sure. people's lives yeah. but um the story with pogba is that one of his best friends tried to steal like two hundred thousand dollars for him from him his other friends were complicit his brother was somehow involved wow. so he cut them all out they threatened him. He ignored the threats. And then his brother came out with this kind of uh, ranting video where he said not only is uh, Pogba like a bad person, but he also uses a witch. Uh, he uses like a a witch to, um, <laughs> it's so stupid, to uh, like hex his, uh, his opponents. And one of the people he hexed was Mbappe. Oh, As, because he was jealous of his stardom. Um, Who the funny thing about up? it, though, is his yeah. brother, um, his brother, which I think his name is Magnus. Uh, That's a great name. Mateus. I think it's Mateus. But he um, he used to play for Crawley, which I think oh. is pretty funny. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I got a kick out of that. So, um I want to make a little content around I as long as it doesn't get too dark, you know. I can't yeah. I can't be making fun of it if it turns out that there's like some real bad <laughs> dark stuff. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that like the architect of this scam is one of our uh team alumni. I get a kick out of that kind of yeah. stuff. I like the crazy thing is so since you were at Zanies until now, the so there's always been talk. So our goalkeeper Gagaslanina, there's always been talks about him going to either Real Madrid or Chelsea. And that Chelsea deal finally happened. It's insane that you heard about that, right? The record transfer deal in MLS history for a homegrown player. Uh, the fire signed him when he was 14 years old, uh, just turned 18 this year. Uh, $15 million transfer fee uh, to Chelsea. 
the he's loaned back to the rest of the season, and then starting January one, he goes to Chelsea. It's insane. <laughs> Kid, the fire signed him when he was fourteen years old, second youngest signing in MLS history next to Freddie Adu, and now he's going to Chelsea. It's just crazy. I mean, it's the, great. I could. How tall is he? Um, Gaga. I mean, I sit next to his parents every game. It's weird. It's just uh, Gaga. Let's see how big is this kid. Um, that's, oh, he's six four. Yeah, we got a we got a pretty stellar goalie on um, on Crawley right now. This kid Coria Die. He's six six, I oh believe. My gosh, and um, he's just fantastic, but. I think the problem with all these like leagues where it's like there's just not as much money mm-hmm. and there's not as much it's like when you have a player like that it's like yes you want them to be loyal and yes you want them to kind of like ride out mm-hmm. their careers with you but the truth of the matter is just it's kind of like a crop you know it's kind of like a it's like this thing you grow and you hope it yields benefits. Right. Nobody else is paying $15 million for a Chelsea player. You know, the transfer fee is not there for other things. I bet there's not a lot of besides. I don't know that I, I, I don't think there's a lot of money being pushed on Americans. It's changing right now though. It's I mean like the third American to ever wear a Chelsea uniform. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at it, it's like Aronson is doing amazing things. Oh it gosh, leads. Yeah. Um, there's uh Wes obviously at Juventus has been over there for a while. Um I'm trying to think of everybody. Um and if you want to if we're talking MLS then we have to talk about Canada Canada too and you got um what's his name for Bayern? Um Davis, um, Jonathan Davis. Jonathan Davis. Or no, is it Antonio Davis? No. It's Jonathan Davis, right? I I'm fucking this up again. Oh man, I'm so bad. Uh Davis, Bayern. I don't follow the Bundesliga as much. I do like FC. Uh, Alfonso Colorado. Davies. Alfonso, Alfonso Davies. Davies. Yeah, yeah. He's phenomenal. He's he's like uh, probably the there. There's two guys that are out of um, the Toronto suburbs, um, and they're just they're both playing in Europe and they're phenomenal. But Alfonso is he's just I saw him play for uh, Vancouver before he got traded. Mm. Um, actually, it was like. Right before the transfer window closed, it was oh, like so this that. Was just recently, uh, it would have been 20... oh, 2017. It was okay. like right before, and uh, yeah, I mean, he was so phenomenal. He scored. It was just like he was a cut above, and that 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 kind of talent just sticks out. So, sure. yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I don't. This is great that I can even talk to someone about this. No one else really cares about soccer. I mean, like, I go to these games. People just want to drink and watch soccer. They don't give a fuck about the game here. And that's the thing that sucks is, like, because I sit in, like, Sector Latino, which is, like, the supporter section. It's mm-hmm. just drums and Modelo all <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, I try to have these conversations. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work with them. But Well, it's no. not as bad as, like, going to a Seattle game where it's just a bunch of, like, Craft I want to go enthusiast. That'd be great. It it's fun. They're they're supportive, but it's this weird thing where I think they're more into the idea of supporting than they are the actual game. And I get in fights with it because all my friends in Seattle love going to Sounders games, and I just kind of find it to be somewhat boring. Which is like you know, it's they don't like hearing that. 
that's like their baby, but I'm just Very being honest champions. with everybody. Or the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. No, and then uh, what you call What was the other thing? Oh, shit. Um, the, with the transfer stuff. Sergio Dest. Uh, I think he just went to AC Milan. He just signed. Yep, he left from Barcelona. Yeah. Americans are just taking over. Love they kept Frankie de Jong. They yeah. kept Frankie de Jong. And um, who, oh, I, I think... I don't know if it happened, actually. It'd be interesting. Did Aubameyang go to Chelsea? Because his, his people... He did. Yes. Mm-hmm. What a stupid trip. That's so dumb. He went to Bayern to go to Chelsea from Arsenal. That's, it, it might as well just been called a vacation. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't understand that stuff. He probably didn't even have to move apartments. <laughs> no, 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 no. But how about Tottenham? I like... I mean, they've been playing... Kane has been playing out of the world. I'm an Arsenal fan. I, I know that. I, know I can't you say can't anything about to, Tottenham. You know, the funny thing is, though, is it's funny, though, because Matt Turner did that to a young a fan at uh, when they did the U.S. tour when Arsenal was playing, like, these games before the season started this year. And mm-hmm. there was a uh, there was a, um, a Tottenham fan who had, like, a Matt Turner photo of wearing a New England Revolution, uh, like, New England Revolution jersey. And yeah. uh, Matt Turner was signing and he looked at his jersey and said i can't i'll get in so much trouble if i do this there's cameras everywhere good for him yeah yeah i mean is it that bad i mean um you know i honestly like i i don't have the cultural like um i don't know what you call it i don't have like the cultural like because you're American. Hang up about it. I, I became an Arsenal fan because I read Fever Pitch, which is a Nick Hornby book. And uh, I just loved the book and I loved Fever kind Pitch. of the... Dis- yeah, they remade it. They made the movie in England. Uh, it actually has Colin Firth in it. Um, but they remade it for American audiences with the Red Sox. Oh, and it's Jimmy Fallon and movie. Yeah, I Dr- didn't know Drew that. Barrymore. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that it's... that was originally English soccer. Game. Nick Hornby, who wrote like High Fidelity and um, About a Boy, um, ama- amazing novelist. He's he's written like 30 plus books or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he wrote about what it was like, the, the pain and misery. Uh, of course, he was writing this all before the Invincibles era. I mean, this is before Thierry and Co., Bergkamp, those guys. So... Um, so he, you know, he, in the end of the book, they win um, one of the, the cups, but it's, uh, it's more just like, you know, just that, that pain that you have to go mm-hmm. through being a fan of a team that's not doing well. Yeah. Um, Chicago. Yeah. I mean, you guys actually, I think are like somewhat institutionalized at the point, like where you're one of the older, more recognizable franchises and it's not like. You're going to go support whatever, the Indianapolis, whatever. Uh, Indy 11. Yeah. That's Although, did they get team, too. Did they? Uh, is that their feeder team? Yeah, that's one of the teams. Same with forward Madison FC. Oh, yeah. I've actually, uh, I've been to a Madison, uh, forward Madison Steve, game because. Steve Breenfield, amazing. Um, I was in, I was there for a weekend and it just happened that there was a game on time. That was really fun. Madison's See, I like those team. lower league teams. Just yeah, I mean, not, not one the of the team, best comedy cities. A, yeah, just great city. Kind of a dump, but just a great city. Good people, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I, I think uh, 
I don't, I don't care about the, like the, I know I, I always hated Manchester United because mm. they were the Nike or the Yankees of football. And right. also you, you had to deal with, that was like the team that every American just like latched onto. Sure. Um, you know, if they decided they were going to be a football fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hated them, but now it's like, I still watch if Manchester's playing, I'm going to watch their game and probably the same with Tottenham. If Tottenham's on, I want to see Sonny and Kane and, um, I don't know their whole lineup right now, but I feel like I know more of their players than that. They're good. That's all yeah, I know. They're good. You know, it's quality football. I can't say the same thing about the MLS. I don't watch it the same way. Yeah, I watch no. it hoping I see some something. kind of quality football. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every time you see something, you latch onto it and go, ooh, maybe there's something there. But you also do comedy. I know we talked a little bit about it, but you got shows this week, right? Uh, I'm looking at the website. You got one tomorrow night uh, and then next week, Thursday and Friday? Yeah, I'm just around uh-huh. um, New York till I go back to England. I'm kind of off the road for a couple months just Mm -hmm. focusing on work and just doing local spots but you can basically um if if you're in new york in september you can see me in new york i'm around if you are in london in october and november i'm there and then uh i'll be back on the road starting next winter next winter awesome well this was this was fun uh good soccer talk uh yeah man a little bit of comedy but i like to talk soccer too i appreciate you andy thanks man thanks for having me You bet, buddy. Take care. All right. Bye.